have we got bass? John, we've got everything. I want bass. We're Please. good to go. We're good to go. Anyway, welcome to I the... Want, um, I want treble. It's already recording, John. You, you, you've got to run right over my intro. <laughs> Saz. Right, it's Gareth here with another episode of the Gareth Book Podcast and a guest today. I know he's, not, uh, he's no stranger to this particularly, particularly, a particular channel. It's John Steele, it's the me. photographer. It's me, in it? It is you. Good to have you here. And um, he's just been commenting on the fact that he's roughing it today. He's, got his, he's on the floor with microphone instead of having the desktop microphone. I am. I'm sat on the floor. Like, it's just terrible, isn't it? Do you know what? Since I moved the office around, um, I don't have the ability to put two of these desk mounts up. And I need to work on that. I keep thinking of ways to change this podcast studio around, but I don't, don't podcast enough now on a regular basis there's no because I've been doing a lot more solo podcasts Joe Rogan doesn't have people sat up floor does he yeah but Joe Rogan's just been given 10 million quid by Spotify so quite frankly can afford a chair I thought it was 100 million it's a lot of money isn't it yeah yeah it's highlights us that something we're going to talk about that today because we, we're going to talk a bit about um, media and branding today but it just highlights with Joe Rogan how the world of podcasting has, has gone ballistic yep and then it also highlights exactly now why everybody's getting into it because they want to be the next Joe Rogan. Yeah, I guess so. Who's the next Joe Rogan then? I don't think there is one, John. I think um, Joe, Joe Rogan, for me, was he's, he's done something. Joe Rogan isn't really just a podcaster. No. Joe Rogan is somebody who primarily is a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And he's got some really interesting views. I mean, I know, do you watch, do you listen to his stuff? Um, not all the time. I've I've listened to loads of it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he had a, he had a, an idea that he had this thing about control, and and it's become increasingly interesting in the last few in the last couple of years, but last of the few months, how the, the he had a lot of confines by doing things because he had to do it for Netflix or he had to do it for a particular organisation like a TV station. What he loves about the podcasting world is the fact that you have got autonomy. Yeah, yeah. over what, what you create. So if you want to swear, you can swear. If you want to say things that are confrontational, you can say things that are confrontational. Yeah. And there's and it gives him a freedom. Yeah. But he kind of, first and foremost, is, is if you listen to his stuff, which is really interesting, from when he first started to where he's now, yeah. he's become a much more effective interviewer. Yeah, he's very good. Into, so when he yeah. started off, he was just interviewing other comedians and the whole idea was they were all going to chill out, smoke weed, yeah. you know, and, and, and have some laughs. And, and that's where it started. But now, yeah. even the other day, he'd got somebody on that was an academic and he's become more, he's become certainly much more refined. Yeah. yeah. And in his new studio, he's moved to Texas. Um, and under, underlying it, I, th- I think he's just one of these guys that he's got a strong set of values he believes in. Yeah. A lot of it's freedom of speech and and creating conversations. Yeah. And he's done it very well. So I think if, if you attempt to become the next anything, you know, people talk about in business, uh, you know, I'm going to be the next Uber. I've yeah. become the Uber of, of this, the Uber of that. I'm going to be the next Amazon. I'm going to be the next Facebook. Well, you can't be the next and and almost trying to copy those people is wrong. So, yeah. if I'm honest, at the moment, the one person in our country who I think was getting close to being a bit Joe Rogan-ish, but now he's put his stuff where you've got to pay for it, is um, Russell Brand. Really? Right. He had some interesting stuff he did. You think so? <laughs> yeah, it was different. I have to say, I have a bit of... Uh, he's quite... He's a, a bit Marmite for me. Yeah, I think... I don't like Marmite. <laughs> What I think you have to have is you have to have your you have to have your views challenged, and what we have to do is create conversations with people that have different views to us, in a way that that 
that comes up with something that's interesting rather than just turn it into some kind of shit fight. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I've never agreed with these programmes on television where they, they kind of have politicians from opposite parties on because no one's ever going to compromise. They're never going to find mid-ground. <laughs> they just want their point said and they're not listening to the person really. Yeah. Where Joe Rogan is open enough to say, do you know what, there's an idea, we'll discuss it, he has his views, he has their views, and he's more about giving people an audience now and a voice. Yeah. Because the reality is, if you go on Joe Rogan's show, you will create more viewership to whatever it is you're doing. hundred percent, yeah, absolutely. He's not a podcaster, but I'll tell you has a similar effect in our country, is Chris Evans on radio. Really? Is, People, he, is he still on? Yeah, he's he... on Virgin Radio now. All oh, right. And I have to say that he's one of these people, he didn't quite work out when he took on Top Gear. No, no. But everything he touches, he has got kind of the golden touch. So if, if you go on to his, his station and he interviews you and you're selling a book, yeah, that book's guaranteed to be a bestseller. Oh, yeah, of course it is. I mean, I, the, you know, I've, I was trying to... I bought, I bought a couple of books in the last couple of years because of people he's had on and the book they've had. Right, right. The guy the other day, actually, yesterday was a guy that was talking about being flexible. How to be more flexible. So he's talking about, you know... And, I, and he's got a book out, which, I'm, which I think, oh, I'm interested in that. Yeah, Mr. Bendyman. <laughs> That's not exactly his name, but um, that's kind of the, the, the point of what his business um, stands for. He helps people become more bendy. So I think this whole idea now of people creating a podcast, why would you do it, why should you do it, why could you do it, um, is, this, is the same way that well, we've been talking this morning before this podcast about it's all to do with what businesses perceive is the, is the way forward in 2020. You know, some people, and I, and I do know people that are really pushing folks, start a podcast, start a podcast. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to have something to say. Yep. You've got to have an ability to be able to, 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 to communicate to some level. Yeah, I guess so, because some are terrible, aren't they? <laughs> I'm sure you've listened to podcasts where you're like, what am I listening to here? I've started doing something interestingly. I, I look, I listen to all my podcasts on Apple. I don't listen to them on another platform. Right. Um, my podcast is, is hosted by Anchor. But they put it onto Apple and everything else. Other podcast uh, platforms are available. They are available, and for me, I end up falling into using Anchor because it was a very effective way for for people new to podcasting to try it out. It, it, it's a it's a price point which is um, which is free. Yeah, free is good. Clearly, you know, we're talking to microphones and wearing headsets, and we've got a computer that's editing stuff here, which isn't free. You know, so it's not just as simple as setting up a podcast, although in theory it is. But I think it's something I've tended now to go into Apple and look for smaller podcasts. Yeah. And there is some garbage out there. Yeah. Because there's always going to be garbage if you're new to it. Which podcasts uh, do you listen to then? I listen to Joe Rogan. I listen yeah. to one called The God Pod. All right. Which I think is really funny. Um, it's it's basically, it, it, it's it's God. It's, it's his guy who's it, he's called... Um, he does stuff on Twitter where he'll act like God and, and he'll say funny things like... You know, it, it's quite funny. It's called the God Pod. Again, they don't do that many podcast episodes because they are now involved in something called Patreon or Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the content that you want to listen to, you have to pay for. Yeah, and I think this is interesting because I think it's the way people need to go. Because you can spend a lot of time creating free stuff. Yeah, but. It's not free to you because it's costing you time. Yeah, of course it is. So if, let's assume you're a business. Any time you're expending creating content is time you're spending not doing that thing or charging for that thing that you do. True. 
And, and I think we have people's attitude has to change about what we pay for. Yeah. Um, I was out the other day. We we Sue. We went to, um, we went out for a coffee, and we'd been shopping in Leeds. Mm. Got some new shirts, John. This is it. Do you like it? It's, it's beautiful. Hollister muscle fit. Oh, is it? There it basically means it's stretchy because I tend to wear my shirts quite tight and I've had a couple of occasions recently where when I've kind of moved me, me back, I've heard an honourable kind of rip. Really? Which I realised the the, the, the the material wasn't particularly stretchy and I've busted. It's not that I've got huge biceps or, or pectoral muscles that um, that are fantastic. It's just that I wear my clothes tight. So this is a muscle fit. I thought so it stretches. So. No, no. <laughs> so, so we went out and we went and I bought a shirt and one of the shirts I bought was an offer. It's in TK Maxx, good deals. And uh, it was, TK Maxx is the best. Well, I, I like to get my stuff there because there's a lot of choice. But when I was there, I went to the, there was some that were reduced and they're like a reduce, reduce, reduce section. And I managed to find a shirt in there that I quite liked. Seven quid. It's a great looking shirt. Seven pound. Should have been 40. So, all right, is that in it? So I bought this shirt for seven pounds. Bought a few more actually. I've decided to go a bit smarter, John. Started yeah. wearing a bit more shirts during the day. Yeah. I was, I was, I wasn't saying I was feeling. I was getting scruffy. Sue passed a very supportive comment the other day. You're looking scruffy, Gareth. Really? What? Walking out house in your kind of, you know, all this leisure gear. And I thought she's not wrong. So I bought this shirt anyway. Bought a few, but this shirt cost me seven pound. Yep. Our two coffees in Costa Coffee. We there were some frappuccinos with coconut milk. We're nine pound eighty. My word. So, so what I'm saying is, we we, we are as as humans. We and I, and I didn't think I would agree. I wouldn't agree with that. We were offered a coffee and it, it were nice, but based the experience of the coffee in Costa, <laughs> watching the world go by in Leeds in the wet. Costa don't do free coffee, and we're used to them not doing free coffee. So we're actually okay with paying for coffee. Yeah, we're okay with paying money to watch Netflix. Yep. We're okay with paying money to watch Sky TV, BT Sport, whatever it might be. Yep. We're even okay in paying for Apple to give us music a month for £9.99, all the music you can listen to. Mm, you might. We've got to a stage where we accept paying for one thing and not for another. Absolutely. And over the course of the last few years, the the obvious way forward for businesses online to be were to do free content, free content, free content. Yep. The problem is... People now are not used to paying for content. No, no. So the fact that these podcasts are, are now starting to become paid, I think is good. Yeah. Because y- you might get more listenership and there's different models with with podcasting to make money. Um, the obvious one, which Joe Rogan does in abundance, is um, advertising. It's pretty good at it, isn't it? Yeah, but it's just the first seven minutes of his podcast is that. And the last two minutes also a podcast, is it? But he also brings it in with his guests. Sometimes he does. I was like, oh, yeah, I've been on this smoker and blah, blah, blah. You yeah, should see this meat. And he goes on for He'll like talk about it. So like, the obvious thing when you watch and listen to Joe Rogan is you can, and I have to say I invariably do, flick through the first seven minutes. Right, right. Until I hear the Joe Rogan intro coming. Right. And so the, the model he uses is he gets paid for his listenership. Yep. So he gets paid for advertising. Now, if you go onto YouTube, he's getting paid there because of the views. Yeah. So he's doing something which is free to, and, he, and it could be free. Anybody can put it out. There. It's not costing you anything to listen to it. No. But it's costing you attention. The attention, isn't it? You know, and yeah. um, you, well, you read my post and I did, and I haven't, I think I did a podcast about it as well. Did I do a podcast about it? I did, The Social Dilemma. 
You did a video. I did a video. I did a podcast. The last podcast before this um, was was me talking about the social. How dilemma. was that? Uh, Summer to do list. On your to do list. That to do list of yours is longer than a Leonard Cohen record. <laughs> you know, goodness me. <laughs> Never mind. What 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 has been interesting for me is, and what I want to talk about today is, I do know people that listen to this will have a business background. Some people will have. Some people will be small businesses. Um, but also I think this is relevant about the world we're in at the moment, is what we find acceptable, what we pay for, what we don't pay for, what's perceived you have to have to have an online presence, whether you're a business, small or large, or you're an individual. There's something that we've we've talked about a lot because you're involved in this, and I want to I talk about your kind of views on this as we go forward, specifically this thing, which is the concept of personal branding. Personal branding. And it's something that's been big, I think, for a couple of years now. Yeah. The concept of what personal branding is. Yeah. And also how we tie that in with using, how do we then put that personal brand into the world? So, you know, how do we, how do people connect with us? How do people see us? Yeah. The platforms that are out there. I mean, we talked quite a bit this morning so far about podcasting. You know, podcasting Mm. is now a thing that most people can do. That wasn't possible Four years ago. No, no. It, it was still possible, but very difficult. Yeah. And I think it's interesting if you tie in this thing I talked about in the last podcast, which was the, the social the social dilemma. The model's the same for most people. It's made on advertising for a lot of them. The free stuff is free because your attention at some point in that free thing you are going to be consuming is going to be put onto something else. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say, you know, halfway through a YouTube video, an ad will come up. Yeah. Which is no different to watching ITV. Well, what was that quote in um, Social Dilemma when it was going off? Is it saying, if there's nothing to pay for, then you are the product or something? It says, if, if, you do, if, 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 you, if, if you don't know what the product is, you are the product. Yeah. yeah. Or if you get it free. And it, we, we've all know this. Yeah. So I think we accept it. So we accept the fact we do this. And I think there has to be a change now in the world of online that people pay for content that they find interesting. Yeah. Because it's only right to support the people who are creating the content. Yeah. You know, like this is morning, I mean, we've been chilling this morning, you know, we had a bit of a kind of mentoring session. We've and been working hard, Gareth. We not, have been, well, but, but we same. have been working hard. And I think a lot of good stuff's come out in the previous couple of hours we've been sat together. <laughs> it's just not nonsense now. <laughs> well, no, but, but I think we have to go back and look at some of the stuff we said, because only by having conversations and discussing something, almost like blue sky thinking, do things come out? Yeah, yeah. And I think the interesting thing for us to talk about today is what 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 is personal branding? You know, who does it? Who should do it? Also, how do we start to look at social media and our presence out there? What what is what is it we think is is what what's what's twenty twenty? Where is it at with it? What what is twenty twenty? <laughs> well, you know, there's un- unless something catastrophe. Bigger catastrophe happens. We are never going to forget 2020 nah. and potentially beyond because of coronavirus. Yep. But I think what coronavirus has highlighted for me, especially in the UK and especially in the line of small, even to medium, well, any business, is how tenuous some of them businesses were. Absolutely. Yeah. How many people are struggling now because for, for so many months the business world and landscape has changed in a way. Yeah. So, I mean, we should talk about that with you first because I think, interestingly for you, 
you know, you you are, and probably were for quite some time, primarily a, a wedding photographer. Yeah, it's kind of last two days the industry's died. Like you know, six, at least six months till weddings well, go back. It's, well, it's, wrote it back to wrote it back to when they started in March because okay, okay. I think by by your own admission, I think last year. And and there were reasons for this. Twenty or nineteen nineteen wasn't the busiest year for weddings. No. And and you said, and I thought uh, everyone why, why, wanted twenty twenty. Right. But, okay. Yeah, so yeah. straight away, don't get married on a nod. Is, okay. So so, but this is something that might sound maybe strange to people listening, but that's clearly a thing. Mm. So clearly, Absolutely. clearly, you know, sixteen, eighteen, twenty is going to be more popular than you I, know, I'd, fifteen, seventeen, nineteen. I turned fifteen weddings down for twenty uh, ten, ten, twenty, twenty, because I had one, I had one booked. And then everyone else wanted that day, 10, 10, 20, 20. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 15 weddings are turned down for that one. So people yeah. are, I think there's a bit of superstition with that. Yeah. But interestingly for you, if that's if that's how people behave, you have these years where each each year will be kind mm. of a fallow year. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's a little bit quieter in 19 than it will be 20. But So you're looking into 2020, you're approaching you get into January, February, and I know you do weddings all year round, but then you come into your bull months, you know, yep. that kind of yep. spring and summer. Yep. So when did, when did it start first become apparent to you that this thing, the COVID thing, was going to start affecting your wedding stuff? When did that start to really happen in uh, relation to the lockdown? Before, just as it started? Pretty much when it started, because, <clears throat> like, no one knew, did they? Like there was uncertainty, so no one was going to book anything. Um, and then the weddings that were going ahead, most of them held on. Most of them held on for like six weeks, and then it was like, right, we have to have these. Co- no, what? Not even six weeks. It's like a couple of weeks into it, I think. People knew it. We really have to stay, and yeah, to just everyone started moving dates. It just got complicated. So yeah, it's um, it's been an interesting one. Yeah, and yeah. I think you, you like most people, and certainly if one is me, I felt back in March when we were put into the lockdown, I, I felt this was probably going to be a two-month process, maybe March and, and April into May, and then it would start to ease off. I always said till August. I, I yeah, was you looking, did always say August. Didn't yeah, you? I, I thought it was, we were here for a while, but nothing like it is no. now. No, no. I, but I, I thought realistically... August, everything will be fine and dandy. Yeah. All right, so, but, um, yeah, it's um, a bit longer, isn't it? What I, what I found very interesting in the last few weeks is how d- there continues to be this question mark now over will businesses, when will businesses get back to normal? I mm. think now the question is will businesses get back at all? I think it's what is normal now. What is the new normal? Well, the, the new there never is a normal because change is inevitable, and this is one thing that I'm always a big, um, com, uh, you know, advocate. I'm big into big advocate. That's a good word. Well done, John. It's not bad, is it? I'm a great advocate of understanding that things are always changing. The, the mistake we can make if we're not careful is trying to force lack of change, not embracing it. Yeah, you've got to embrace it. So, you? so you're left with a choice when, and I suppose, you know, to use the old adage, you know, the cards you are dealt, you know, you, you, it's not what cards you dealt, it's how you play them. Yeah. Well, that's fine when you've been dealt, you know, a, a royal flush. Yeah. When you've got, you know, 
five cards, ice under seven, you've got a bit of a problem on your hands. Mm -hmm. So I think being, being the idea of dealing with the, the, the you know dealing with the hand you were dealt, we have to be consciously looking at what's changing on a on a very regular basis. Yeah, I agree. so so because fashion comes, fashion goes, and I think for you it's been interesting to sort of work with you through this kind of pandemic to see how you have started to look at things you could do in that time yeah. that that you were off. Yeah, and that you couldn't do the the day to day wedding and wedding photography. No, I couldn't do anything really apart from look after my kids. <laughs> but what you did end up doing is going back and working on branding and your internet presence and things like that. Yeah, well, you got to do something, aren't you? But it's, but the interesting thing is that's something you can do regardless of the time of year or anything. You're always you you because you've gone from a stage of having a a website which I thought were pretty good anyway. Yeah. And you've now in over lockdown you've managed to have that website completely revamped. Yeah. You're still in the process of, of completing it to some degree. Um. Uh, yes, it's going to be an ongoing process. Is that putting the content on? But well, it's like stick, stick it's like me. painting the the the, the, the the fourth bridge in it. You know, you get to one point where you think you've got it, and then there's a load more stuff pops up behind you need to do again. I think I think I've just opened lid to be honest. Pandora's box, mate. Yeah, yeah. Pandora's box. But yeah, as, as yeah. from a perspective as a user of your website and a looker of it, I think you've managed to find a nice. Um, it's a good look. Yeah, well, it's minimal, isn't it? I, I, I was looking at like how the world is, and like who looks at my website, and people don't want to read anymore. Like they've got no attention span. Like so, if I can get them there, show them pretty pictures, and then if they want to look further into it, they can. But uh, yeah, it's it's like you don't want loads of text, do you? You just want to get straight into there. Well, uh, we, we've talked a lot in in the times we've spoken this year about the there are a couple of things that do seem to be increasing in popularity um one is absolutely video yeah people that are using more video yeah that's on my to-do list as well <laughs> and the other thing that that people seem to do in a, a few more bits around is i think there are more people doing podcasts now we, we've already said that i think that's true yeah there's a few um but the one thing by far which seems to be the, the buzzword at the moment is this personal branding. Personal branding, yeah. And there seems to be people popping up everywhere offering to do personal branding. Yeah. So I, I want us to kind of give our... We were talking about this before the podcast, but I want us to kind of take that conversation further. You know, what is personal branding? I suppose that is the, 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 the real question. If somebody was to say to you, what is personal branding? It's just a logo. Well, <laughs> is it? No, <laughs> It isn't. What would you say personal branding is? You see how you've flipped that round to that make me bad, answer that, that. Well, clever that. I'll give you that. I'm I'll getting into you, this. You, that. you are. You've, 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 you've what the call there. You've Apollo it's I've got 13 a me there. Sorry, ass. So I just had to move. Yeah. You, well, you sat on the, you sat on the couch. You can sit on the chair behind you. You can get, you can stretch it that far, can't you? Just try. Go on. If, if all this goes off, there you see, you can sit down now. <laughs> sit down. The leads are long enough. My opinion of personal branding is... You are a personal brand, or you are a brand whether you like it or not. Everything you do is your brand. So what what people are sort of doing now and, and the kind of, the world of personal branding, I don't quite understand what, it's like we've created something that was there anyway. Yeah, yeah. And a personal brand for me is something that encapsulates your personality. Yep. Your views, your feelings, yeah, yeah, and and in a way that people recognise as being you, yeah. yeah. So, um, so what's your personal brand? 
Well, I think my personal brand has, has always been somebody who didn't really follow the rules too much. Yeah. I was never somebody who believed in following the crowd. Mm -hmm. um, I never did from being a child. I was I was always somebody that liked to... You using a lot of you, I don't. I wouldn't even say rebellious, John. I, I think the rebellious sometimes is people. People love the idea of being rebellious. There's yeah. something in us all that want it to be that rock star. Yeah, you know that guy or that lady that's kind of you know touring the world and yeah, you know he's whacked out on Jack Daniels and sniffing coke and th there's an element of that kind of what we'll class as rebellious hedonistic side that I think at some level. We, we all have a little kind of, yeah, we like to be like that. You only look at the characters we look at in films and we always remember Tony Montana from... Um, Jose. You know he is, you prat. <laughs> you know, you know, here's, you know, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> but, to, but, but that film, when we look at those kind of people, we look at the kind of the bad guys in the films, there's a little bit of us always, that's the rebellious side. Yeah. You know, the, the rebellious people. Like if you look at rock bands, and I think of bands that... Oasis. It's Oasis. Yeah. You know, it's not rebellious about Ed Sheeran. It's Ginger. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll give him that. But <laughs> He's got tattoos. There's not... Yeah, but that's all the point. If people have tattoos and you think, why do you do that? It's rebellious. Mm -hmm. And I think th there is an element of us would like to be rebellious, but rebellious isn't something that you choose to be. Rebellious is something you kind of are. I think we're all rebellious in some ways. Yeah. So for me, this idea of I didn't really follow the rules, but I wouldn't have said I was rebellious. I was never somebody that caused a lot of kind of grief and, and tragedy and, and, and with my rebelliousness. But I suppose my brand is somebody that believes in one thing, and my, my overall view always has been, uh, we, I am here to, if I can, help folk in some way. Yeah. Now, I don't myself sound like Mother Teresa, that's not the case, but it's, I, I do I know I have skills and abilities and understandings of human behavior that I think if people, I can share them with people that can help help them a little bit. Yeah. And that only comes from the fact that when I was quite younger, people helped me. I've always believed that's the way we, we move forward in life. Yeah, absolutely. I help somebody where I know, they help me with somebody that I know, yeah. uh, that they know, and yeah. therein lies the, the kind of what I believe in, which is, I'm not saying you sh you can't maybe help everybody. No. But, you know, at least don't try to pull fuckers down. So how do you portray your personal brand? How, like, do, you, how do you go, oh, this me helps people? The, the, the personal brand is a website. The, the website I keep in, it's always very similar. The, the, uh, I, I always chose, the, I always look to the cheapest, most cost-effective way of doing it. I have no shortage of people I know that create online stuff, as in um, logos and branding. Yeah. I know half a dozen branding companies. Yeah. Um, and all of them are different. Yeah. And, and 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 therein is the reason why I'm not always I don't always use people. No. Because I know what I'm gonna get. Right. I don't have to ask. I kinda know what I'm getting from that style. Yeah. So I recognized for me, based on how I kind of look at the world, I like a website that's black with white writing. Do you like red as well? And I put a red into it. And people say, well, what is that? Well, there's a reason for it. And the, the simple reason is um, I have a difficulty look. I have a difficulty with colour. Yep. I'm colour blind. Yep. So for me, a dark red or a, a boldish dark red that I use, I can see that colour. I can't see subtler versions of red. No. I can't really tell you the difference between blues and purples and all that kind of stuff and pinks. and. Yeah. But I can understand black, white, and red. Yeah. There's another colour that I can use, and, and I chose not to use it on my own personal brand, which is yellow. Right. Because red also tied in a little bit with my hair. Right. Because ginger's not really a colour anybody understands. What colour's ginger? 
but red people understand. Yeah. And there's also an element of it which there was a, there was an, an element of it I always felt felt a little bit dangerous about red. There's yeah. a, the colour red is important to me. Well, it is. It's, red is danger, isn't it? But then you get people who will tell you, say, oh, you know, red... It, it's, it's aggressive. You shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Well, that's bollocks. That's, yeah. again, somebody else telling me what they, what they believe. And it could be true. Right. Now, so I think my personal brand is somebody that is... I've always felt I've been fair. I've always felt I've always um, tra- dealt with people and treated them in a way that I would want treating myself. Um, I'm not particularly pushy in in pushing myself and my services forward. No, which which I think again is it's who I am. I'm, whether it's a mistake or not, I'm, maybe. Um, but I was always very good at working with groups of people. And in effect, when I was in business and had the the, the bigger business back a, a, a four years ago now, my role in that business was to get the other team to do to feel good about themselves and do the best they could do. Yeah. So so I think I try to do that not just in a picture on a website or text. I've tried that in day-to-day behavior. Well, it's everything, isn't it? So, so your personal brand is not, it, it's a, it's how you act, how you behave, how you are. And when, when you come, we, we talk a lot about the telling story. It's, it's, you're already writing your brand and you're copying your story with what you do in life anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. So, so at the moment, you know, I'm four years away from having the business. I had a, I loved the business and, um, yeah. For a period of time, it, it served me well financially. It's put me in a position where I can choose a few more things these days I couldn't maybe choose before that. But now I'm having to go back into the world and think, okay, how do I now turn what I'm doing into a sustainable income? Right. That is challenging. So if you walked into a room, could people go, ah, oh, that's Gareth Broke. Well, it's I know what he does. No, yeah, because yeah. at the moment I wouldn't walk into that room because one of the things I don't do is network. Would you not have a, network, uh, a Gareth Broke t-shirt? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Why? Because I think stuff like that's a bit pantsy. <laughs> I don't think it's pantsy if you are John the the gardener. Or yeah. I, I think you should turn up to a place of networking or meeting people if it's a business environment dressed in the way you would potentially be showing yourself to a client. So if somebody if somebody I knew was um was a gardener and they turned up in a pair of jeans and a jacket with the, their emblem on. I think that's quite acceptable. Yeah, not a suit. No. No. But, but you know, if and there's only one thing worse than people who who kind of, um, who do that, where wear suits. I don't think you need to wear a suit all the time. But equally, some people don't look good without a tie on. You know, they just don't look right. Because there's a kind of a look and a fit to, to the shirts and the and the clothes you wear if you're gonna go I don't know I, I think think ties are a thing of the past now. I'm I'm always photographing like solicitors and stuff and like a lot of them are like taking the ties off. Right. And that, Why do you think they're doing that? Because it's cool because they want to be because uh, they want to be cool. So want to be down with kids. So is it your personal brand? Because if you if you feel more comfortable in a tie, then you feel comfortable in a tie because if you see somebody walk into a room with a with a nice fitting suit on, a nice kind of slimmer fitting suit on and a nice tie, then they look different, they stand out. This this isn't there isn't a rule that says no tie, wear tie. And neither should there be. It should be you will choose to put your brand out there the way you put your brand out. Yeah. So so the one thing I haven't worn for a long time is a suit, but I will always wear a jacket, a shirt and a pair of jeans. That's become kind of the brand if I turn up to it to an event that I will class as professional or business. Yeah. Now, clearly, if tomorrow I had to go and become a, I was in court and I had to be a witness or I went to a, an event at a school because I'm a, I'm a governor 
that would not be appropriate in every circumstance. No, no. And part of my personal brand is I'm not rebellious. I will conform with with the with the respects of the the group I'm going into. Fedos. So I think to say I don't wear a tie, I'll never wear a tie, and some people do do that. I think that's a bit silly. Yeah. yeah. Equally, I, I think you have to be aware that what's important to you because personal branding is something we associate with business. But yeah. everybody is a personal brand, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Absolutely. You have a face so people know what you look like. Yeah. Even if you have a very small online presence, I only have a Facebook page. That's yeah. a non, that's a personal brand. Yeah. Yeah. And what I think is happening now is people are trying to manipulate who they are into a brand that they want to be seen as. That's not personal branding. No, no. That's, that's you putting a face on. That's mask on. And, and I have to say, people will see straight through that. Do you think? Look, <laughs> I know people. I'll tell you when this used to become really clear to me. There used to be business events when I was in business. I used to go to them and you'd see people saying looking forward to the conference or whatever it might be there's lots of conferences all year round conferences or they they used to have different names from conferences or you know annual this and the other and then the people on you know twitter hey really looking excited about seeing you all the conference next week yeah come down to stan 27 and say hi you think oh that's nice then you turn up so that that's that's that tweet is quite open it's quite um, confident yeah you know, and it's quite, yeah. And then you go down to the thing, they go to Stan 20 or whatever, and they're sat there on the phone. The phone yeah, they don't yeah. say boo to a ghost. And it's almost like the persona they put onto social media yeah, and the things they're saying are not congruent with who they really are. Absolutely. Instead of saying, look, I've been, I've been forced by my company to go to this event. <laughs> I'm on Stan 22. I'm shitting myself. I don't know how to say hello to anybody. Yeah. I really don't want to be there. If you come down and say hello, do you know what? You'd be legging me out. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah. And, and I would think, yeah, I get that. And yeah. I, I respect that more yeah. than somebody who pretends to be something they're not. Well, that is. Like, if, you know, if you're a big business, you know. Right. Mm. It, when, I was, when I owned Pit Group, you could go onto company's house and you could download my financials, yeah. and you would know that what I say about my business financially is correct. Yeah. I haven't said that I made, you know, it was a 10 million pound business, a 1.5 million pound business. It was very profitable in some areas, and I did all right out of it. Yeah. But straight away, if you're saying something and making yourself feel more grand, grand than you are, yeah. you can be found out, you can be found wanting. Yeah, yeah. I always remember something, and... Uh, Do you think they are, though? Because I, I, I've seen loads of people who just talk nonsense. And, and people just go with it. It's they go, like, no, they go with it because they're kind. You're just full of shit, man. Right. They, they go with it because we, as, as individuals, I think the majority of people are kind. We don't want to upset people. I remember once um, having a meeting with somebody and um, they were trying to sell me some coaching back in the day when I had a business and I wanted to help with something. I turned up at this event and it was in a coffee shop and they turned up and they, I saw them walk in and I thought that was a bit unusual. You know, I never saw you pull up. And I always, when I'm at these events, try to park so I can see people coming in so near the door. It was a coffee shop, so the car park were around it. Yeah. Anyway, wanders in, no, it's no problem with that. And then, that's a bit strange. And then we were chit-chatting away, and they've got um, their watch on. Now, I, I know a bit about watches. I'm quite a, a watch. I'm up on watches. I watch it aficionado. Mm. And um, 
he went on and on, this guy, and, and I knew at some level his business was very small, and he wouldn't admit to that, even though I'd given him enough opportunities to do it without embarrassing him. Yeah. I'm quite good at encouraging people to just be who you are. Yeah. You know, I don't I know you're not a big company. Yeah. Um yeah. and there's a couple of things. Firstly, you know, I realized he'd parked his car somewhere else so I couldn't see his car. Right. So, you know, it it, it was it was some kind of, you know, quite yeah. old car. So yeah. why have you done that? Like I'm I'm not gonna judge you by your car. Mm. Then he had this watch on and you know he's going on and talking the big I am and I says, look, I need to tell you you don't need to do any of this. Just yeah. just tell me. I know what you do. And, I, and I, 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 from what I've seen of you, I quite like your personality. Right. But stop all this. Oh, do you mean what do you mean? I said, well, I'm going to tell you a couple of things that I know to be true. <clears throat> One is, you've clearly parked your car somewhere else so I couldn't see it because yeah. you're embarrassed by that and you don't need to be. Yeah. And secondly, that watch on your, your, your wrist is not an Omega that you say it is. No, it's fair. Why, why? Because Omegas don't tick, they swish. Right. And that thing's ticking. And he got really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. So you didn't need to do that. Yeah, you know, and I thought, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm using this as an example of your personal brand has got to be who you are. Yeah. Even if what you are, you might not be always comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. But people do put on that persona, don't they? I, I remember doing a job. <clears throat> I did a job for some marketing guy, and it was one of his clients, and he had this fancy Mercedes, <clears throat> and he, he says, you know, I have to have this car. Because people expect me to show up in this car. It's like, you know, £750 a month they were paying for it or something. It's like, I need to cover my costs for this car because this is my perception. I turn up and I park at front of their building and I get out and they say, oh, he's doing well because of this car. And it's like, you know, working with him, we were absolutely shocking. But it was all perception. It was smoke and mirrors. Shocking comes into this. What you charge something is based on two things: your experience to do the job, and 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 the results that you will give give people. Yeah. So what people aren't willing to do these days is not willing to pay the dues. Yeah. It's like now, you know, if you are if you've got a proven track record on something like you have with your photography. Yeah. You've got awards. You've people have used you. You get a lot of good reviews. You're very good at what you do. Yeah. And clearly, you charge a price. Not now, en- not enough. <laughs> but but that, that's a completely different story. We, we'll not <laughs> we, discuss we won't that, get on that one. <laughs> but I, I don't believe you do charge enough, and we, no, we no. are trying to work on your mindset around money, John. <laughs> but if I decided tomorrow I wanted to be a photographer, yeah, I could go out and buy the gear. Yeah, I could learn how to do it. Yeah, I couldn't charge what you're charging because I don't have the track record. So what I would have to do is say, okay, I need the work, so I'll charge less. And you have to you have to go through a level of I call it apprenticeship yeah. in anything you do. You've got, you've got to pay your dues. Yeah, sure. Now, the problem is these people buy the car and they say the big things because they want the big money. But then when the big money is given to them, they can't deliver on that money that's the expectation paying that money gets. No, no. If I'm paying somebody a couple hundred pounds a month to coach to, to coach me, I'm expecting a level of expectation from that that will be different if I'm paying two grand. Yeah. It's just a fact. Yeah. So I think this person, the thing with personal branding is you have to be who you are. You already are a personal brand. And I think the minute you get other people involved in becoming your person, doing your personal branding for you, they can make a right mess of it. So when you say their personal brand, is that their voice? Is that like no, the it's, social it's, media? No, it's, it's everything. It? It's, it's, how, it's, it's anything that you are transmitting to the outside world. So because I do a lot of personal brand photography and, you know, I've been doing it for the last over 10 years. But I wasn't calling it personal branding. I no, was calling it like B 
business headshots. No, but you, no, but you've, you've called it. <laughs> yeah. You called it docu. You've you always this thing you use. You call yourself a documentary photographer. Oh, a documentary photographer. So what yeah. you are doing is you are recording what is happening. Yeah. And if, in, in case people don't know how John works, he doesn't really do staged photographs. Uh, I, d- I do some. Like but, for, for, yeah. a, for a personal <clears throat> brand session, you have to concentrate on that person. Yes. I can't just like hide in a corner and just capture them all day. well I could actually that, that would be good wouldn't it I might do that <laughs> but if you've got a set period of time you've got to come away with like X amount of images well, in different scenarios the scenarios are important yeah. because if you think about it if you want to and we're, we're assuming here this, this is personal branding regarding business it's the same for everything if you go onto somebody's Facebook profile and there's a picture of a dog there I question why that is the case. And I, I always come to this thing, if there's not a picture of you on your website, there's either a reason you don't want to be seen, and which could be to do with your job. You could be a teacher. You could be yeah. involved in the legal profession. You might not want to be seen. Or you're pig ugly. Yeah. There's no other option. You know, oh, I'll put a picture of my dog on why. Because, because your personal brand, people should recognize you, first and foremost, you, you, the, the original personal branding was your face. Yeah. Which is why over the years people have been paid lots of money if they're beautiful and they're attractive and they're handsome because that you know that used to be the thing. Or look how look at the the stars of the the, the, the kind of golden age in, in film. You know these were ridiculously good-looking, wonderful people. Yeah. So you've got your first and foremost is how you look. So if you've got a photograph on LinkedIn or on social media that's a picture of you from ten years ago, yeah, and then all of a sudden you turn up and meet this person. It's a completely different photograph. I think, oh, that's not right. No, no, no. Your personal brand is updating all the time because your story's changing all the time. Yeah, and I think what's happening now is people aren't comfortable enough to say, well, what is my personal brand? Yeah. Because we all want to have that photograph. We all want to have that potentially that logo. We all want to have that bit of copy that that shows us how we want to be seen. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily how we are. Yeah, because, example, on, on Friday I had to photograph a copywriter. I went into where she worked and the office wasn't great, to be honest. And as soon as I got there, I says, right, I says, let me make a phone call. We're off to my mate's cafe. And we went to my mate's cafe and we did it in like 30 seconds flat. Like the, the, the stuff that I needed, I got. And then we went out and about. But it was like I knew that I had to change the environment because it were in my head. I had all these like pristine, clean shots in my mind with like soft furnishings and stuff, and it wasn't that. I was like, I can't. Well, I could have done it, couldn't I? I, I would have done it, but I, I was like, I knew I had to change the environment. So is that not allowed? Because I was just supposed to be like documentary and not setting. No, I, th- I think what you've done there is you have taken. You've taken that somebody and you want in an actual photograph them in an environment that kind of says what they do. Yeah, because the story was like a copywriter can write anyway. All they need is like a laptop. So yeah. I took it to a park. So, and so, you, so you took the story. Yeah. But what's important then is that that's just one image. And that's a very small part of what is her personal brand. The oh, rest yeah, is yeah, yeah. how she communicates what she says. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. a lot of people these days are putting the outsourcing, it's the big thing, and outsource your stuff. How can you outsource writing if you didn't do it? Then it's not you writing it. No. So there's every chance it's very difficult to write like somebody. So I think far too many people are in this box ticking exercise. We must post on Facebook. We must do a LinkedIn this. We must share this. We must blog. We haven't got time to let's outsource it to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, part of your personal brand is finding out what you are and what you can deliver. Yeah. So some people, right, 
this was bigger. I would say probably four, maybe five years ago with this, maybe even longer now. When would this be? 2012. 2012 was the time I first started to see there was a rise in people doing public speaking. There was the professional speaking professional association. Speak, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a lot more people doing professional speaking. Yeah. And I think there was a perception then, as there maybe even is now, that, you know, you become a speaker, you go on the circuit, you make some money. Yeah. And, you know, there were people talking about, you know, selling courses, you know, I got five grand to speak in Dubai. You know, yeah. I'll show you how I did it. Well, yeah. let yeah. me just roll back a minute and let's look at some fucking facts here, right? <laughs> you know, unless you have got something that, you that causes you not to be able to to speak and people do have issues with speaking speaking as in being able to talk let's yeah, be fair yeah, but most mm. people are talking anyway yeah we're talking mm. now we are okay so all of a sudden you've got to take that and you say now i want to learn how to be a public speaker well all you're doing is doing this in front of other people yeah and okay i am no professional speaker but i have spoke professionally um, and it's something that I realised everybody wanted to become the personal, the, the professional speaker. Yeah. Without first asking a simple question, can you do that? And is it entertaining or interesting? Because everybody can speak. Yeah. yeah. But are people going to find you interesting? Yeah. And and, have, and is that your thing? Yeah. Because some people, and I, and I did, I've got to be careful. I don't start to sound unkind because it's not. This is not going to replace of unkindness. I believe everybody has a primary way of communicating. Yeah. That they are good at. Yeah. So you will either speak, you will either um, write. Yeah. It could be a mixture of those three things. You could speak on camera. Yeah. Because some people that are good on video are not good at speaking in public. I'm great at miming. You're a very, you're, good, you're quite good. You, you, mean you, don't, you don't always recognize yourself. You, you're quite good at writing. So if you say quite comical, witty things, you've got a very. I'm a funny guy. Well. <laughs> like thing yeah um but but they are, you are that's your thing yeah. now you know we were talking before this about you know, i should be doing more video well you have to question first and foremost what you'd be like on video yeah you know, I'm all, radio, I've, I've always been pretty good at speaking and i've always been very good at communicating so for me podcasting speaking um and doing video is quite natural to me yeah. I'm, I'm less i'm less proficient at writing yeah so i have to work a lot harder at my blogs yeah but i've become better at it yeah. the same way you can learn to be a better public speaker yeah but then what happened is there seemed to be this long line of people, public speaking, that A, didn't have a particularly good story to tell, yeah. or it had to be dramatic. It's like if you didn't, if you hadn't been through some life-changing, you know, yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, jaw-dropping experience, then yeah. you didn't have a story. Well, actually, the, everyone's got a story. The, the, they're so funny then because I, yeah, 2012, that time, they all came out and they were at every meeting. They were always a professional speaker. And no one actually says... Hiya, my name's so-and-so before the start. It's like, I woke up and my legs fell off. Like, it's, it's all that same way. It's just, and, yeah. and, and I often look at it now and I realise it's the most unnatural way of speaking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've said this before. I, there's two people I've, I've heard speak um, that I, I would listen to all the time. Sue's one of them. I was Sue. Yeah. She's a really good little speaker because she's got a quite a natural way. Yeah. And there's a guy you might know him. He's called Chris Buckley. And um, I know him through a friend of mine called Dougie Brown. Through from, um, innovation or whatever. He's, 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 he's I don't know what exactly what he does, but yeah. I've heard him speak. And yeah. he's, he's got such, for me, a way about him when he speaks. I just love what he says. Yeah. Um, and Dougie, you know, Dougie Brown, and he, he, yeah. he, he's involved with something called the Alternative Board. And I like Dougie, and I've, and I've, mm. I've coached with Dougie, as in, I've, you know, Dougie's, I've taken Dougie on to, to do some work with me. And, yeah. and, and 
when he tells stories, he's a fun little storyteller. Yeah. It, it's, it's what we've talked about many times. Storytelling is different to public speaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, there's a place for public speaking, but it's almost like everybody I've heard recently has been way too staged. Yeah, absolutely. There's no naturalness with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got to stand on this part of the stage and you move to the left for the future, that side. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you've got to keep, you don't do this with your hands. Yeah. But listening to Chris speak, he's just got a lovely way about him. He's, he has a way of telling stories, which is incredibly amusing yeah. and informative. Yeah. Um, but the, the person I once saw, I'm going to name drop here. Um, it's not like I, I was invited there. I paid to be there. You can see the photograph here. Oh, Me, yeah. Scarf, Robert De Niro. Scarfe. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no yeah, that's, not De that's not De Niro. It's Robert De Niro in the middle there. I thought, oh, no, sorry. Yeah. What am I saying? What's yeah. his name? Al Pacino. I know. Scarface. Yeah, Scarface. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I saw him come on to an event in Leeds and come on stage, and he was being interviewed by the 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 DJ Mike Reed. Yeah. You know, from the back in the day, and were he a fiddler as well? <laughs> you can't say that, John. I don't know what Mike Reed does or doesn't do. Let's not get into who's what here. Come on. All I know is. is he he seemed like a nice guy, and he was interviewing him. But Pacino just gripped this room. Mm. You know, he wasn't being interviewed. No. He wasn't having that. No. And the way he told the crowd, there was none of this students. He just told stories. He embraced the crowd. He had this presence about him, which is why he's an actor. But every every um, Al Pacino film, there's a scene where he has a monologue, isn't there? Because he's, he's so good at it. He's good at it. Because, so, you, know. you, you look at these things. So what I'm saying is there's a natural way to speak. Yeah. Or... You've got to find what that is. So just because you want to do a, a podcast and you can do a podcast doesn't mean to say you should or we should do it. Yeah. The same way you should be the same with we're doing video. Okay, yes, you can do it, yeah. but should you do it? Because are you going to do it naturally? And what's the natural way you capture yourself? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember um, doing a photo shoot and uh, it, it went sleep, the ballerina guy. And, uh, you photographed I, him? Yeah, photographed loads of people on um, But, but um, I, I remember, and there's this business coach next to me and when sleep, he would, he would just stay, he was just, he was just off his head. He was so late for this thing. He just waltzed in. And then he just started just telling stories. And this business guy said to me, he says, he has just said the, like the best five minutes speech I've ever heard anyone talk. He says, I've heard so many professional speakers. I've heard so many coaches. And he's just said, that was the best thing I've ever heard. And it's like, and it was just so real. Yeah. And he wasn't there trying to be a speaker. He was, was just, just being like, real. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, therein lies yeah, exactly yeah. the rule mm. to anything that I believe is the right kind of personal brand. It's authentic. Being, <laughs> yeah, but even even being authentic is only authentic if you're genuinely being authentic. Yeah, but it's a thing, isn't it, being it's, authentic? It's a bit like people saying, I'm going to tell the truth. Well, hang on, you should be telling the truth anyway, right? You should be authentic. If, if you can be... The challenge we face is to be ourselves. Yeah. We live in a world that doesn't always allow us to be ourselves because we have to be compromised sometimes. Yeah. So when we look at the rebellious ones, they don't compromise. And for everybody that's a Steve Jobs or an Oasis, there's a rake of other people that never made it because the rebelliousness wasn't accepted. Oh, yeah. Or they got blown out or they got fired from jobs. Yeah. And what we choose to do is we look at those people and we think, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the next, um, oh, that bird that wrote Harry Potter, what's she called? Think of my Bobby. Yeah, I think Bobby. I could have said theme of Bobby. What's she called? <laughs> J.K. Rowling. That's it, yeah. You know, and or Colonel Saunders. You know, they all bring up these people. Like, you know, J.K. Rowling was turned down so many times. The Beatles were turned down so many times. Yeah, yeah. You know, KFC, man, he became a businessman at 60 and made a fortune. Right. We always choose to look at something that we perceive, yeah, at least there's a chance for us. Yeah. 
But the, the reality is, for every J.K. Rowling, there's hundreds of thousands of people that have wrote pages and pages and pages of books oh, yeah. that never got read because they were rubbish. Yeah. Or they, they might not have been rubbish, but they didn't get seen. It's a lot of luck and a lot of management. So considering you have to be yourself all the time anyway, you've got to try to tie in who you are with what you put out to the world. Yeah. Now, clearly, you know, me sat on a couch in the morning, you know, scratching my ass, you know, with, with bleary eyes looking at a laptop. You know, people don't want to see pictures of that. I don't know. That could be a winner. Could that be the winner. <laughs> but what I have realized now is I'm trying to make what I say and how I say it as close to how, how I am anyway. Yeah. I don't swear a lot, you know, and, and sometimes I do swear. So people say, you shouldn't swear on podcasts. Well, I naturally swear sometimes in conversation. Now, if I'm in a conversation with some students at school that doesn't happen it's not like this is automatic no but generally as a rule i've i've got i i would i would be be speaking in a way that's natural to me sometimes i'm i'm very um kind of positive sometimes i can be melancholic i'm no clown i can't stand on stage and jump about high octane like a tony robbins no and i've seen people I was at an event not that long ago of somebody there who i, I think has a kind of view that he might be a bit of a tony robbins and it just didn't look good. And, and and more to the point... I've it, got a feeling who that might be. No, look, we're not discussing who he is. And because I'm not... <laughs> no, again, no, no, I'm, no. Not, I'm not saying this This is a bad person. No, no, no. Because I think the guy's a very nice guy and there's yeah. a lot about him that I like. But the problem is, the bit about him that I like, I think other people would like if they saw that side. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of being something you're not. Yeah. So all these people I know that I actually have to say act a bit different when you see them as to how they are online. Yeah. The bit that I know about them is why I like them, not because of what they do online. No, no, no. And I just think, why can't you be yourself? Yeah. I will say one thing, and I'm not going to mention any names here. I, I once met somebody who had an online persona um, that wasn't the best. There was, it, it, you know, you talked about, you know, things that a marmite, it's a bit marmite. What did yeah. you sell out about this? Many of them, whatever it was. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Um, this person was completely, you know, had an, 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 an image that quite honestly wound a lot of people up. Yeah. Now, I got to know this person reasonably well. Below that, the guy, it was a guy, was a, was lovely. I loved spending time with him. I think it might be the same person that I know as well. Could well be. And but, I had the same same thing. Well, in fact, yeah. we know it is. We know it is. Yeah, We're yeah. not going to mention names. <clears throat> no, but no, I'll no. say, underneath that, I thought, what a genuinely lovely fella. Yeah. Somebody who I genuinely like spending time, listen to what they had to say. And I thought, why yeah. can't you be like that all the time? Because you've created an online image, a personal brand that isn't a personal brand. It's actually a pantomime character. Yeah. It's a false character. That same person asked me to do a photo shoot and I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And then and you then get to learn to know. Two, two minutes later, I got to real, know the real yeah, person. I it's was different. Like, I like you. And I, and I think the, the challenge we face yeah. now is, yes, it's important you have a website that looks nice. It's important you have a logo that does the job. It, it's important that you have different access and different places to, to, to present your media. Yeah. But you have to be yourself. And also, expectations. If I'm completely honest, people always take advantage of people with less money. It's happened forever. Yeah, you know when you look at people like McDonald's who sell, in my view, fairly ropey poor food, the people that are spending the money, the majority of people are people that are not. I don't have a lot of money. No, no. The people that make tech spend the most money on telephones be with not a lot of money. Yeah. In business, when you're starting out, people are taking advantage of these small businesses because we're charging money for things that they simply can't afford. I understand why they do it as well, by the way. Yeah. Some people have to charge an hourly rate at that point to cover their costs. Yeah. But I think. I think small companies are missing the chance now to, do you know what? You can make personal branding a lot less complicated than this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is what you're saying true? 
Get yep. some decent photographs done. Yep. But look, the day of the stage photograph, to some degree, is gone. Yeah. The, the the white background background does. I'm saying that because man has a black background at the moment. <laughs> does um, it? You know it does. You took the photograph and a good photograph. Still, but uh, you, but that photograph back. you took, I liked mainly because. Yeah, but we were wanging Kerry at me head at first. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot. Was, there's that, a lot behind that. That, that, photo that was shoot. part of that. So it's not just a black background. Uh, no, and. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, John. Somebody's peeking on here. I think you're shouting. Uh, I, I like wa- it. I was shouting. Then I'm Don't worry. I'm getting. Yeah, I can't see it. I can't see me. Me monitor. What I'm saying is, we are a personal brand anyway. So I think what you need to do is ask that question. If you are in business, am I being who I am on here? Am, am I being myself when I'm posting this? Yeah. There's a lot of false people. Is what I, I suppose this comes down to. People are being false online. We all know it. The problem is, is you then tend to, t- to tarnish everybody with the same brush. You say, look, everybody's a little bit false. Yeah. That's not true. I think there are some very genuine people. Yeah. But a lot of people online are putting out something they're not. So if you are working with somebody or you are looking to work with a company or a business, you should first ask, you know, is this that they are saying they are who they really are? Yeah. Because you want somebody who's going to be honest. Because if you can't be open and honest about who you are, you're always going to be feeling... Less, you're not gonna, you're not gonna act in the same way. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I have, I don't do it these days because a, it's not your position to do it, and secondly, I'm not paid to do it. If they paid me, I'd, I'd be very different. If people, would, you know, I believe I can say I can pick out within 15 or 20 minutes of being with somebody who they are, and and the kind of things that stand out as something they they could push more of. Yeah. And it's surprising how many of those people that I I, I, I have that idea of what I think they are. And then I look at their online presence and the website and everything that goes with it, and it doesn't match. No. And it will be found out. Yeah. And when it's found out, then you you know you've been found out, and it looks a little bit silly. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with being an introverted, quiet character. Yeah. There's not. No, no. Because as an introverted character, you might say, well, I'm going to write more, but why would you put the pressure on to do a podcast when you can't really do a podcast? Yeah. You know, we've been chit-chatting this morning for what now? You know, nearly an hour. You know, and we're just having a conversation. Because this is the kind of thing I like doing. Yeah. Now we could, I can, and I've been doing solo podcasts when I'm a bit more to point on something or I might have something to say. But I think people enjoy listening to conversations and not everyone's going to enjoy this conversation. No. But the people who do enjoy it will enjoy this and expect this. This is what they expect from one of my interviews with somebody. Yeah. So I just shoot in the breeze and chit-chatting. That's the best way, isn't it? It's like having that thing on the background, like a piece of music. You can listen to this and it's not too difficult. There's nothing asked. You know, are we talking about something? Yeah, we're talking a bit about personal branding. We're talking a bit about podcasting. People need to be themselves and find a level and not try to be all things to all men. Yeah. Because by yeah. being all things to all men, you become nothing to nobody. True. And like you with your photo- photos, you you know, you have got a new website now. You know, you're building that up again. You've had a different change of brand because you've been forced to slightly because of the pandemic. But also I think it, you you've actually, your personal brand has evolved because you've been more yourself. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't think it's anything to do with pandemic. Maybe the time, because I had a bit more time, but it's it's more like, yeah, it's kind of like I have changed, so therefore, and the, the whole world's changed as well. Like the, the way people absorb information is like, people don't want to see fancy stuff. They just want like simple, make it black and white. Like just stick some pictures on there, done, end of. Well, you think about what we look at on a daily basis to, to take a lot of information, and especially if you're a driver, you look at a sign on the road. Yeah. 
there's a look about it. It simply tells you where you're going. Blue yeah. sign, white writing, turn left to come off to Wakefield. Yeah. You know, big red sign in the middle of it stop or, you yeah. know, 30 mile an hour, 70 mile an hour. Yeah. What I think I certainly see with you is it's, when you're evolving, this is not that you're becoming something that you weren't already. What yeah. you're doing is you're actually starting to recognise that that's something you were is, is actually, I can do this. Yeah. And it's the confidence to be yourself is what people mean. It's, it's not, being yourself is not difficult, but confidence to be yourself is. Yeah. The minute you can step away from the kind of thinking that you look a certain way, and, and photo, photography has always amazed me how, I've said this to you before, if you give people, you can't do it so much these days, but certainly if you do it on a phone, if you say, look at my pictures on my phone, you'll know when people are stopped because they're looking at themselves. Yeah. So if you can take a nice photograph of someone, they'll love that. Yeah. Because they are being seen in the way they want to be seen. Yeah. I mean, you once took a photograph of me and said, I like this photograph. I thought, you know, do I look like that? And at the time, I ended up choosing a photograph that, that I thought, well, I prefer this look of me. Well, it doesn't matter what I prefer because what I am is what other people make of me. Yeah. Like, like, the, like the word inspirational speaker. Yeah. Right? You, you don't choose to be inspirational, right? Do you not? Well, how can you be? I'm going to be inspirational. Yeah. What you choose is you choose to say or do something and people will decide if you're inspirational or not. Right. Now, motivational speaker, yeah. that might be a little bit different. I'm, I intend to try to motivate you. That's my, my thing. There's a very worrying thing happening here. John's got a camera out now. <laughs> what are you doing? Here he goes. So, just, just taking some <laughs> documentary, documentary photographs. But, this is what, but the thing now, having worked with you, I know how this works. So I get used to John with his camera taking photographs and... What he then does is he presents anything back to you and he captures things you didn't kind of know you'd done. Plus, he's got a new camera as well. He's, he's dicking about with this. <laughs> what is it? A Ricoh G? It's a, a Ricoh thing. A Ricoh G2 or something. He's becoming, he's, he's getting into street photography. <laughs> but into interesting. Yeah. Where are you going now? Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Oh, John, now you're putting me yeah. off. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep going. Right. John has always had this love of street photography. And for the last two years, he's talked about doing more of it. So the fact he's bought this camera, <laughs> firstly, is um, quite um, worrying because he's pointing at me. But the fact you've done it shows me that you're now stepping out into my personal brand. What I really love doing is I like taking documentary photographs and I want someone to do it in a different way. So he's got this little camera now and he's going to start using that to do more of this. Just a bit of documentary photograph on the hoof. Mm. But you always were a documentary photographer. I always have been, yeah. But it's taken you a while to get comfortable because now I think what's happening is, unless I'm wrong, people are starting to recognise that you are the documentary photographer. Yeah. They are starting to see you as that. Yeah. Because you're doing the work. Yeah. You've now also got used to this thing is if you're good at something, you have every right to charge for it. So you're starting to get a little bit less <laughs> um, forward I'm, giving stuff for free. I was still trying to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm getting better. It's getting nice, but but again, it's part of. You can't be something you're not. So I suppose to to kind of get this personal branding thing rounded off a bit and, and brought to a bit of a conclusion, you have to be yourself. You have to be yourself. And, don't you? and what you're putting out on there, whether you like it or else. not. So people say, "Oh, I don't believe in, I don't believe in personal branding." You're already believing in personal branding. Yeah, you're just not in it. We should have videoed this because this would look ridiculously comical. Now my chairs are getting moved around. Now John's laid on the floor, pointing his camera around the corner. You know, here he goes. This is my test now as a as a, as a person in a podcast to keep going and rolling. You've got to do it. You've knocked me off, Kelter. 
it's what they used to do in eighties, isn't it? Like um, like two Ronnies and stuff, and <laughs> two Ronnies. Personal branding is absolutely something you should think about because you should go through. It. I'll tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit more kind of Gareth Bootier now. There are some people, and I'm not going to name no names, and if you're listening to this, and they tell, probably tell are. Tell me after. No, it's not, no, because it's not really a person. It's more a group of people. You've got to remember, when you're putting something online, that stuff has got to be congruent with who you are. So if you're going to use your personal brand to say you're one thing, and then you've got pictures that say you're another thing, it doesn't work. But also... I think far too many people now are putting stuff online which is just garbage for putting stuff online's sake. Posting five and six times a day. About what? You know, I've got... There's people out there that I now know that run legitimate businesses that offer professional services that are spending time showing pictures off of the watch on their hand or there's something that, you know, something that they're doing that's really irrelevant to it. How many times should should you post a day then? If I want my honest opinion, it should be once, once a day. Once a day, right. And I think it should, because people should look forward to looking at it. Now, look, I'm no social media expert. All I am is an expert in knowing what pisses people off. Right. And if you're getting five posts a day of stuff that's, you know, a shared a memory from five years ago, stop that. Really? You see, I understand it's a memory from five years ago, but I, I didn't like it then. I don't want to hear it now. <laughs> but when one person posts something and I find it interesting, and it's one person that maybe does it a day, I can consume that information provided it's pretty good or it's okay. But then after a while, if you're not careful, because of the way Facebook works, if you post too much, people will just shut you down. They won't even see your stuff. But if you're looking at that stuff, is that meaning that you're seeing more of their stuff? Because I flick through. All right. right. I'm, not, I'm not in a position now you're where You're not I can, liking it or... Well, even if I like it, what I'm kind of saying is personal branding is who you are and part of our challenge as human beings is to be who we are the best we can all the time. Yeah. And if we're unhappy with some of the aspects of who we are, we can change that. Yeah. But we change it, we must, not just pretend we've changed it by taking a photograph or posting a post or taking a picture of something to show everything's happy. You'd be surprised at the amount of stuff that I have to do like that for people. Oh, can you do this? Because I just don't want to show people this. And that's but that's, that's and, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that these people, that, I understand why they do it. Yeah. I think our role, if we work in that environment or if I was advising, they said, look, let's learn to be who you are. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. what everybody wants to see. Yeah. Nobody wants to see the image of who you are. They want to see who you really are. Because when we connect with yeah. people on a level that's genuinely authentic, without yeah, that kind true. of bullshit, they say, I'm an authentic speaker, fuck off authentic speaker. <laughs> do, do you realise, right? We've, do, we've, do, got, we've, got, got, we've got you on it now. Right, okay. <laughs> do you realise the level of ego it takes to stand on a stage and talk to people? It takes an amount of ego that is, that is big. It, really? because, because most people, you know, unless you believe completely that what you're saying can help people. Yeah. yeah. So when I speak, and, and if I have spoke, I've spoke generally of things I've experienced because I think they've got value. Yeah, yeah. But the last person I heard speak was garbage. And the last person I heard speak was somebody that used to be part of some Olympic team somewhere. All right, okay. And I just thought, you and this is what you're peddling now. You, you went and mm. you won a, I don't know, a bronze medal in Tiddlywinks, the fucking nineteen eighty seven Olympics, if there ever was an eighty seven Olympics. And now you are qualified to talk to business people how to run a business. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. You're not stop it. See, this is this is the podcast I like when you're enthused Look, and like when you're on no, one. I'll tell you because what has to happen, John, is people have to get to realise now the world is full of bluffers. 
and sheep in wolves clothing or wolves in sheep clothing and we have to get rid of that because it's making the internet a nasty place for everybody else. It is, actually, yeah. The internet is no different to speaking to somebody in a public arena. Yeah, Some yeah. of the stuff that's said by people is hurtful and wrong. Yep. And nobody picks them up on this. Nope. Some of the stuff that people are posting are selling dreams to people's insecurities for a lot of money that are, quite frankly, selling snake oil and taking the fucking piss. Yeah, yeah. So when somebody's going to offer you a course to make an online course to make money, because actually we need to make money because we're skin, yeah. and you've only got to find a £1,000 to do it, yeah. come on. Yeah. A £1,000 for what? Are you going to come around and rub and, my feet and record it for me? Do I get a free camera with that? And, and they're on their, uh, the, their film set with Be, their uh, hired Ferrari. Because and, we're, uh, we're, we're too quick at playing to people's insecurities. Yeah. And to some degree, the world of personal branding is playing to that as well. Yeah. You know, you need to be a personal brand these days. You're a personal brand anyway. Yeah. You know, and if you can't afford, you know, um, if you haven't got any money, what do you do? Because no one ever comes to that solution. No. Right now, if you haven't got any money, and what, okay, let me quote the solution. Right, here we go. Come on, John. I'm on it now. You've got me. Is, we've got animated Gareth now. This is, right. This is what we need. Put the camera away. Put the camera away. Let me drop this. Hang on a minute. If you wake up today and you've got no money, You've got no means to pay for anything regarding a website or anything at all, and you want to start a business. Yeah. Well, firstly, the question is going to be, how are you going to pay your mortgage next month? Yeah. Right? How are you going to feed your family? Because let me tell you, it's a long time, even if you're in a good business, to make money. Yeah. But if you want to do it, you can. Firstly, I need a logo. No, you don't. No. You need a presence online. Where can I do that for free? I'll tell you that for free. You can probably do it on Facebook, Facebook. for free. Yeah. Or you can go to WordPress and get something. You won't get the URL johnsteelphotography.com, but you can use johnsteelappedwordpress.com. You can have an, yeah, web, yeah. an online presence. You can run it from that. Yeah. Secondly, you know, oh, I need, to have a, you know, I need to have some photographs taken. No, you can go out with your own camera, your get your missus to take a photograph of you and look at some of the rules online, work out how to take a good portrait photograph or how to take a picture graph. You know, I use my rule of two thirds or is it three thirds rule of thirds <laughs> is, is anyone you want you can learn very Most quickly people say so what you want thirds. you want a present you want a logo you can make your own logo and I can just hear everybody who owns a company that does web design saying no no you're giving the wrong advice right this is advice for nobody with any money yeah. So unless you've got a better advice, which they don't have, that involves not spending three or four hundred pounds on a logo, let me tell you, this is somebody with no money. You can put that up there. Then you start sharing some content and stuff that you find interesting on your social media. If you want a blog post and you can't afford a blog, go onto something called Medium. Medium will allow you a blogging platform to put your, your articles up there, which writes very high. Yeah. You've got Twitter, you've got Instagram. Now, this is another thing. LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you can use LinkedIn if you want. I mean, I don't use LinkedIn for a reason. that I've, I've, At the moment, there's nothing on there I'm selling to the business community. That no, might change. But you can have an online web presence really quickly. You want to do a podcast, you can sign up to Anchor and use your own telephone. Yep. You can record something and it will appear on the platforms. Simple as that. So all this stuff, you want to do a video, if you've got a camera on your phone, you can make video. So you can make video, you can write, you can do all this. But there's way too many people out there saying, we, you need a, a social media strategy. Yeah. So pay us £400 a month. Okay, let's take that £400 a month. Right. And most people, I see people using this and don't ever once consider, hang on a minute, I'm spending all these, I'm getting all these extra leads, but all I'm doing with the extra leads is paying for the leads that these guys got me. Yeah. Because yeah. the price point's wrong. Yeah. We did it with Sue's Yoga. Sue were looking at, we were going to use somebody for, for Sue to do it online. And they got them some leads. Right. Oh, we got some leads. And everybody was excited. I said, but have you looked at the maths behind this? Yeah. That all that he's done is created enough work to cover paying for him. Really? 
So, you know, that's just a fact. Wow. Now I call that, right, this is not for everybody, but no one's asking the question, I don't know how to make any money, I'm new to business, how do I make this work? You have to go right back to basics. Don't bullshit people into making out you've been doing this for years. Tell them you've only just started it. Yeah. Secondly, don't pretend you're something you're not. Don't be taking photographs of yourself stood next to a, a nice motor car when you don't drive that. No one gives a shit what car you drive. No. What matters is what that thing, service, product does for you. Yeah. So I have spent, the majority of my money that I spend is on, uh, you know, on shops. I never go in, I don't, I don't choose to go to Sainsbury's because they've got a good website. I've got to Sainsbury's because mm. it's nearby and they sell donuts. They're nice and they've got custard inside. You don't eat your donuts. <coughs> if I did. You won't be able when to I go, when I go walking, I, I buy my stuff for walking from a company called Innovate. I did not buy that company for Innovate because of the Innovate website. What I looked at is I looked at athletes doing what I wanted to do and they all seem to wear this equipment. Mm. So because of what they were doing and the stories they were sharing about how good these shoes were, and then I checked them out and I found that to be true. So there's a lot you can do with nothing, but accept the fact there is no nothing. Now, this is another kicker. Most people do this other thing online, free webinar. Free webinar, and we're going to show you how to set your business up online for free. Yeah. And you go and you realise it's not free because then you've got to find the 500,000 pound. You throw into a sales funnel. Oh, Everybody yeah. knows this happens. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody knows this, yet we fall into it. Yeah, so yeah. what you end up left with, if you're not careful, is you sit there thinking, I'm disappointed. I feel fed up because I can't do that. I haven't got the £1,000. There's even some companies that are encouraging you to borrow the £1,000 because you'll get it back in no time. Oof. Because it's not regulated, John. No, no, no. It's like coaches, you know. I'm sorry, there's a price point with coaching, which which I, in my view, is just ridiculous. And I've seen people charging, you know, two grand a month for coaching. What are you doing for two grand a month? Yeah. Because yeah. you don't need a coach, really. No. A coach is you saying, well, I need someone to come in and work with strategy. Okay, then you want a mentor. Yeah. I want a coach. And most of these coaches, you know, they're, they're fond of saying it. The easiest thing in the world to get into these days is, is coaching, because you can say, I'm a coach. Yeah, yeah. You don't really need a qualification. Yeah. Pick a book and talk about that. You know, well, that's all they're doing, isn't it? That's regurgitate books. Oh, look, I know people have made a shitload of money out of just regurgitating this shit that, that yeah, was yeah. Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that being yeah. a book we wrote in the 1920s, but it's still relevant now. You know, know. Everything's still relevant now. And what's relevant now as it was relevant then is you need to be in a position where you're being yourself. Yeah. And quite honestly, people aren't being themselves enough. No, no. And then when people criticise something, yeah. we talk about it on here. <clears throat> but I would never criticise somebody else saying, you know, they've got this wrong. That's in your opinion they've got it wrong. Yeah. So if you are somebody who sell, I mean, like, in my view, I, I don't believe coaching is wrong at all. I never have been. I believe you should pay for information. I don't think it should be free at all. No. I think people giving away stuff free, you've got to be careful. Yeah. But if you're a coach and you believe you can help somebody, you should put a price point on that, but at least let the price point be reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And and the other thing that people are saying a lot of at the moment is, you know, be able to earn more money and do less work. Well, what does that work? Oh, yeah. That, that yes, but you don't understand, you know, it's yeah. about getting more high-end clients. So what you're saying basically is fuck off the little guy that's got no money that really needs your help because yeah. you're not that interested in helping people because it doesn't matter. To me, John, if I can help somebody, I don't care whether they're paying me or not, I'll help them the best I can yeah. within my within my limitations and within a point that it doesn't become overwhelming for me. Yeah, yeah. So I'll always help anybody out. Yeah. Helping I can. Oh, I've only got this much money. Well, I can deal with that. Yeah. Because the minute you say, I'm going to look at high-end clients because you want to be this, this, and this. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute here. This is what you said you were. You were somebody that helped people out, yeah. that changed the way people's lives are because that's your passion. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. my passion is, John. Helping people. No. I'm good at that. Yeah. 
My passion is actually, if I'm honest, walking. I love walking. Yeah. Now, the thing with my passion is I enjoy walking, but is it a passion? Because the truth is, some days I just rather sit on couch and watch YouTube videos. Yeah. So my passion is really sat on YouTube videos, eating donuts from what they're called. That used to be my passion. It's From Sainsbury's, we're custarding them. Yeah. But the point I'm making is I'm effective at helping people. Yeah. And I have a belief that there's a fairness. And what pisses me off about a lot of stuff in land, there's no fairness. No, no. Well, I, I help a lot of people. I see a lot of people who need That's help. That's why I like you, John. And see? that's why I like you. That's it. But what I see out there as well, especially mm. online, and some of these people we, we, you may know, and, and certainly I know, they're just cowards. Oh, yeah. They sit there bickering and backbiting, whinging yeah. about somebody else. You know, tell it tail behind back. Right. Stop that. Stop that. And then they make out, you know, that it's all kind of, oh, you know, um, it's a false image. Don't be telling people. If you've got something to say, say it to somebody's face. If not, leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's this thing again, you know, you, you find people are always good at having a, you know, that it's dead easy to have a, an opinion. Well, don't, I don't want you to know what your opinion is. I want to know what your action would be. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I've had, you know, sometimes people say to me, you know, you know you're out walking again, are you doing this? You know, oh, it's dead easy, he's walking. Well, then put your shoes and then come up with this skin hill with me. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy. No, no. But we, we've, we've got mm. to get this thing now where personal branding is being who you are, working with who you want to work with because you genuinely feel you can add value to their lives. Yeah. That price point is sensible. You're yeah. doing it for the legitimate right reasons. And if you can yeah. get that right, that's your personal brand. No. But just the fact you've had a photograph taken and you've, you've changed a couple of colours on your website, that doesn't make you who you are. You are who you are anyway. Of course you are. And I think what's happening now is people are getting found out because we can communicate more. Yeah. Somebody can go online and think, I know that guy. He's not that. Yeah, and yeah. then they can say something and it gets mentioned, it gets this. Mm. People soon get found wanted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I've liked about you. You've you've expanded now in these last couple of years into being more confident with yourself. And that's what you were lacking, a little bit of confidence in yourself to do what you knew you could do anyway. Yeah, but I've never changed. I'm always me. I've always been miserable and grumpy and like, you know, I've, I've always not done certain things because I don't want to. No, but you're starting to become more... You're starting to understand that's who you are, and yeah, the people yeah. you're working with now understand who you are, and you're getting those people. So for everybody who wants somebody that... We make this mistake of believing we're all things to everybody. You can't be that. No. You will have a certain amount of people like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I've started to really question who I spend my time with now, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah Don't yeah. get me wrong. Anybody I know, I would never do a disservice to. No. I would help them if I possibly could. Yeah. But that doesn't mean to say that I agree with everybody. No. And it doesn't mean to say that I want to be spending a lot of time with some of the energy these people have. Yeah. But if they said, look... Because I do believe, and I'll never stop believing this, I believe since I was a child, we should do our best by others. And I suppose, if you want to put it into kind of the term we'll all know, I, should, I believe you should treat others as you would want treating yourselves. Yeah. Regardless absolutely. of how they treat you. Yeah, true. So I don't think that where the world of business is going is is particularly healthy, but it can be changed if yeah. we choose to be who we are, offer a good service, and try to highlight some of these people, not by saying they're rubbish, but just by offering a service that's more cost-effective and better. Yeah, There are too many people out there that need regulating and aren't regulated, especially, you know, I mean, what qualification you need to be a photographer? <laughs> I ain't got a camera. <laughs> no, we haven't, but that's the problem. Yeah. So the, the, the thing is, if, if you are doing something, as long as what you do delivers a service that people want and they're happy to pay for that. Yeah. I'll tell you what happens, and I think this is really a bit more sinister. Are we going sinister? <laughs> people sign up for something. 
part of some, I don't know, business coaching in a circle and any of the, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they always have yeah. a platinum list. Yeah, they that. always do. Yeah. So they sign up and it's normally quite a lot of money. Yeah. And then what happens is you join this group and it normally can be quite big. You might pay a lot of money for it. And what these people then do is make it sound like if you didn't work out, it was your fault. Right, right. So people are embarrassed to say this didn't work out. Yeah. So, so nobody ever says this didn't work out. Yeah. So because nobody says it didn't work out, it makes the guy look like they're doing what they should be doing. Yeah. And though these must be really good, I'll sign up for the thousand pound. Yeah. And yeah. I'll think a lot more people than often that often are just scared to say this was a waste of time and money. Yeah. And I dare say it because I'm bad. Yeah. And this is a technique they use. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a couple of people online, and you know, not that anybody ever listened to this. These guys won't. But there are people that are relatively well known in the world of personal development, yeah. and they're selling a, an illusion. Yeah, yeah. But nobody's stepping up and saying it's bad. No. But if you now search on the internet, you can find it. Right. So right. you search out this name, and I would do the same thing. Write the name in. Yeah. Then after it's scam or review. Right. And they're starting to come out now because people are starting to open them and say, I cannot sit here any longer. Really? Because yeah. these people are pumping money off people, yeah. not delivering a product, but you are meant to believe that you didn't get there because of your ability. Oh, there must be something wrong with you. Right. So right. try to imagine somebody who has done this because they, they were. They, they had a problem to start with. Is they, they needed to earn a living, so they're going to feel bad that they've got no money. Yeah. They, they run the risk. They, they get the money in some way and have all the high hopes of doing it. Yeah. Hmm. And then they kick to back in the kick back down again because they feel now they're a waste of time again. Yeah. yeah so we're yeah. messing with people's emotions, yeah. with people's self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. And this stuff doesn't end in, you know, oh, I've just lost a couple of quid. This stuff can end in serious mental health conditions and suicide. Right. right. So you've got to be very careful what you're peddling online oh, because yeah. somebody can have put everything into that that they had and it didn't work out and then they cannot recover from that. Wow. So whenever you're in a position where you are dispensing advice or help, you take on a big responsibility. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that was pretty deep, that one. Pretty it? deep. How do we end it? Do you know what we're going to talk about before we go, John? You, are, I, I think I'm going to do what you said. I think Com all my blogs com going forward are comedy. going to be comedy. Oh, about 80s, about 80s music. 80s music. Well, that's I, what, what you like. But that, that again, personal brand, and I found that works for me. I just pick an odd song from 80s, think of it, and I try to then t make the title of the blog the song. So the last one was Stop, Collaborate and Listen. Back with a brand new invention. Yeah, it was. And um, I was thinking about doing that, what you said, and I think I'm going to start having a few more of them. I'll just pick a title or a, or a line from a song. Best thing to do is just like look through a playlist and go, right, okay, let's have that. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Let's bring all this together. Let's, take let's, my breath let's away. Take my breath away. I just, that film was great. Remember that? That's coming out again this year. Tom Cruise has got Top Gun re-vetted. Re just leave it. You know, there's leave. a couple things coming out this year as well. What the coach coming out of James Bond as well. There's James Bond coming out this year. That was Is supposed Tom to Hardy going to be you, James Bond? That's what I heard. Well, look, I'm still considering the role myself, John, so let's not bring <laughs> oh, yeah. Tom Hardy. Yeah, you Is know, they've asked me a couple of times. Are you in muscle shirts? That's why I'm wearing muscle shirts. <laughs> boot, Gareth Boot. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, this, um, this, what they call it, this, this top one coming out of that coming out. Let's just recap on this. So listen, if you're listening to this and you've got to this point, you managed to stay with us for <laughs> one hour and 22 minutes. Well done. This is a big one, this, isn't it? The <laughs> long end today, John. The it's big, long form. It's because I got you going, isn't it? <laughs> listen, just be yourself. Find some way of being yourself that you feel comfortable with that is genuinely you. And if that then is translated into what you're doing online. And, you know, if you are somebody that's, that's, that isn't what you want to be, you know, consider you'll be good at something. Because the best version of yourself is always going to be the genuine, honest version of yourself. And if you can be that on a more than often enough basis, especially if you're a business, you will get clients that will love you. Because we all like authenticity. Yeah, and I think that, you know, just 
Don't worry if you're starting from nothing. There are ways to get where you want to be. In fact, I'm going to put this out there. If you are struggling and if you're wanting to start a business, you don't know where to start, you know, just drop me a message on gallifboot.com and I'll give you some ideas of ways you can do things that you might need to do to improve your your chances in business, improve your chances of, of becoming a better version of yourself. Free off charge. I won't even charge you for that. Well, I'll do the products you can buy in the future, but I'll drop you just some email with any problems you've got. Because, you know, challenges, I like solving them. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> the landlord says your rent is lit. Yeah. Going to have to litigate. No. I like that little bit of twang head on. Yeah. John, always good to speak to you. It's been emotional. It's been a while since we last did one. We, we, we have to do one again soon because I do like well, talking to you. Well, restrictions and COVID and stuff. Tell people about your new website. What's it, is it changed? Address change? Is it still the same? Nah. I'm not telling <laughs> people because I need to put content on. It's John Steele Photography. Search John Steele Photography. With an E on end. There's nothing wrong. What, a photography? No. Why, you know, I know John Steele with it. John Steele with an E. John Steele Photography. Check that out. He does some great photographs. Listen, he's also trying to get into something at the moment. Not trying, he's doing it, but he wants to get into more. He's family photography. Have a look at that. If you do fancy some fantastic snaps of your family on a day out somewhere that are a little bit different and, and very, very, uh, he does a very good job of them. Check that out. You know, give him a, give him a shout. Um, and at the moment... If you want a wedding, I'm afraid you're going to have to wait a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, two years. Maybe they'll start an online wedding. So check John out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you don't like to already subscribe, consider doing so. And um, I'll speak to you again in other podcasts going forward. Until yeah. then, take care. Bye.